Alright everybody, welcome back to Ghost Stories Told from the South. This is your co-host, Lexi Lebooth. And I am your host, Stephen Lebooth. <laughs> we got some skilly skilly stuff for you, girls and girls, whatever. <laughs> I was trying to say ghouls and goals or whatever. Ah, <laughs> fuck that up. It's okay. It's okay. It's been one of them kind of days. See, is it just me or does my head, does you, does you still hear that uh, busted sound? Yeah, I think we need new headsets. Yeah, I think me and Lexi busted our headsets. Well, there's uh, certain buttons you can hit on hit on hit on here, and it makes stuff really low, low. And then there's a button you can take it off of that, and it makes it super loud. Yeah, yeah. And it uh, whoo, it does. It's got a crackly, wackly sound. Yeah. Or it might just be my eardrums from uh, Lexi screaming. <laughs> She's still over here going, uh, uh, uh. I, okay, when you turned it up, I heard, like, the staticky stuff again. And it, like, you know, like, when you hear a sound, it, like, brings back some memories. Oh, God. I heard the sound, and it shot. It had flashbacks? No, it, like, sent, like, a shooting pain to my ears, and I was just, like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, God. Well, this is, like she said, ghost stories told from the south. <laughs> this yeah. is Lexi Booth, my co-host, and I'm Stephen LeBooth. <laughs> we got some great, scary stuff for you. Of course, I effed up and just go, God, I have one story. Dad, Dad lost his notes. Yeah, they're somewhere around here. I've got this printer now, and I've been click happy, so no telling where I stuck them. Yeah. Well... Um, I'm gonna warn you. All my stuff today is based around daycare centers and babysitting places. So, mm. yeah, just because like I wanted to talk about like stuff that I experience at work. So, but I wanted to also not just because I don't have enough stuff for like 45 minutes. Yeah. So I was like, let me look up some other interesting stories because I'm pretty sure that you know. And also, I want you to know. Um, that this, some of the stuff isn't like, oh, we saw ghosts. It's like people died here or like this person died here or like this terrible, awful thing happened to this child. So like, imagine like the ghosts or like what's left there kind of leaves you like a pondering, wondering story stuff. like that. <clears throat> Oh, and we forgot to tell everybody this is the last episode of the season. Oh yeah. You believe that? We're going to go to season two. Season two of Ghost Stories Told from the South is going to kick off next week. Yes. Um, but this is the last episode for season one. Um, it's been real, and it's been fun. Oh, God, it's been really fun. We're going to have a lot more fun, too, guys. I hope we uh, keep you all entertained. Well, I mean, of course we do. We keep having people liking our stuff, which we thank you so much. Yes, thank you it's so awesome. much. We love it. But yeah. I wanted to say that real quick, and then we'll get on with the stories. Yeah. Well, all right. I think this is how we should do this. Um, I want to go first, and then I'll let you do yours. Just because, like, I'm yeah, really in the mood right now to talk. <laughs> and it's because I really can't mix my stuff. I don't want to mix it with like that, you know? Yeah. Just because, I, I don't know. I'm being weird. But, yeah. She's being a weirdo. So, um, I'm going to, like, talk about, like, some of, like, the stories and stuff that have happened places. Um... And, yeah, and then, after that, we'll talk about what I've experienced at work. Because it's a besides, little bit. Besides kids punching her in the face and saying, I poopy. Yeah. Um, 
I give credit to daycare workers or whatever because it's it's not the easiest thing but all right so this first one is called child gets the gold treatment so i've never heard of this but this daycare facility was open on new year's eve and the staff was like hey let's take these kids out to experience snow <laughs> um but it was like really really cold i think like in the negatives and they had jackets but like they're babies like there's don't you know <laughs> yeah so um you know they went outside oh yeah so it was a double negative degree weather so um, that's always fun like and it would have been fine like if they because they weren't if you take your kids out there and like really really bundle them up for like i don't know like 10 minutes or even five because it gets if when you're cold like that it feels forever if you get to that cold you know what i mean yeah so like that would be fine but like um like they were out there for so long um so some of the so the kids went out there during day hours right the parents came to pick up these kids and the co-workers went to the rooms to get the kids and they're like wait where's this class at this these people aren't in here they went outside um and the uh one of the little girls for that from that class got left outside um <laughs> It's, I don't understand how you can leave, like, a child outside. Um, but basically the father went, like, ballistic, and he, like, went through the facility, like, looking for the daughter, and he found her outside. Um, she was, uh, in the furthest corner, like, she was way, like, way out there, and she was covered by snow, um, and she was in, like, grass and mulch, um, so sorry sorry if Lexi's not as fast as this as she usually is she didn't highlight her stuff at the yeah house. i didn't highlight my stuff so like, as i have highlighters but they're not the ones she likes and i kind of forgot to highlight um but it's mine are fine. like gel or something i don't know they're stupid yeah they're weird um but you know i paid for them i don't want to waste the money yes but yeah so um yeah so, i just sound like creepy basically like, not creepy but like like because she died there so like makes you wonder like oh does she haunt it what does she do yeah so you never never know yeah well like whenever i was looking at this stuff i was like i don't think of daycare places being haunted i mean like it's safe for children yeah but, like the stuff that i found and it wasn't even like bad bad but it was like eye-opening i guess that like stuff happens more than you think it does yeah so um it's like what the heck yes Okay, so this next story is called Abusing Children. Uh, so this place, uh, this story took place in Mississippi. Um, the owner, the daycare owner and operator ended up being arrested for neglect. Um, and a nine-year-old boy and his mother, um, the uh, nine-year-old, it just said a nine-year-old boy and his mother might still, like, be charged with, like, the... Um, <coughs> little, uh, potential abuse and assault charges. So, jeez, yeah. Um, basically, it was all caught on camera and like nothing was done about it. So, like this kid was being abused and like <laughs> there was evidence, but nobody was doing anything about it. 
Um, the daycare center allowed the nine-year-old boy to run around the un run around unsupervised for 20 minutes in the daycare um, while he waited to be picked up and brought home. Um, so I'm gonna say this real quick. He so when I say abuse in the story, I don't mean like normally it's like the adults picking on the kids, or I'm gonna say picking on, but like the adults messing yeah. with the kids. This time it was the kid messing with the babies and like the older. Like the kid, like the, yeah. Like the nine-year-old is picking nine. on the smaller kids. Like it was so, he would run around and he would abuse like every other child in the daycare, for, like until he went home, and, like hit them and stuff. Um, he would like punch and kick and push around other children. Um, and then <laughs> this like broke my heart. This kid picked up a two-year-old child and, like, purposely dropped him on its head. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Um. The parents... I, I didn't See, say. what's wrong with a kid that young to want to do that? I didn't think about doing stuff like that when I was at nine years old. I was too busy, wor- too busy worrying about playing with my friends and wrestling and football and... Yeah. I just nothing I like that like, ever crossed my head. I was just starting to learn what girls were. <laughs> I was dumbfounded when I found that out. But so the parents of that child that was dropped on its head noticed like a really bad head injury whenever they got home that night. Um, they took, um, I mean, they immediately questioned the daycare and then they called the police. Um, then the police started the investigation on the daycare. Um, the daycare worker that like saw it and didn't do anything about it was, um, I guess, come to find out she was negligent and didn't watch any of the kids on end. So like that was just one of the kids who had many bullet like who went ballistic. There's a lot of other kids who was doing it too, I guess. Um, but the child that did the abusing, he had to go through like law stuff. Yeah. Like court and stuff. So yeah, I read that and I was like, I guess I, I work in the daycare and I was like, how? But then, like, I was thinking, like, because the emotional trauma stuff never, like, never leaves. It stays there. Yeah. So, like, when you walk through, like, do you feel? What does that feel like? And if you do, then that's kind of what it, so. I thought it was cool. Not cool, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Then this next one is called Cost Cutting Daycare. Um... So the, well, that gives the name, and it, it says in the name of the place, cost-cutting daycare. What the <laughs> hell? I wouldn't take my kid in no place that said cost-cutting. What the fuck? What are you cutting <laughs> to make it affordable for me? You not giving them lunch? You uh, only letting them crap once a day? Uh, only one juice bottle? What are you doing? Uh, um, the owners that were in charge of this daycare were extremely cheap, and they were like money grubbing, money grubbing. I think they say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so much that they pretty much refused to change diapers. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and I've talked to Dad about this before because it has happened. Um, but the owners told the daycare workers to only change the diapers. The child had made a poop in them and then to only change the, the child's diaper right before they the parents came in to get ah. their kids. So, like, unless they poop, they sat in that stuff all day. Oh, God. See, that's bullshit. And, like, the ba- like you get cranky when you're sitting in your own stuff all day. Yes, your butt, after a while, gets rashes. And then babies yeah. can't do nothing about it. They can't scratch it. They don't know what's going on. No, they just, they know just their ass scream. Hurts. Um, 
The parents were not aware of this, um, but they were told that they could buy extra diapers for an extra buck a piece. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, Why don't they just bring their own? I don't know, but they, I, I guess it's not allowed. But I guess the daycare is already really expensive, so like the parents were like, this is so stupid. Um, many of the children developed diaper rashes and other infections, which alerted the parents that something funny was going on. Because like if you change your kid's butt yes. like every two hours and every time they go to the bathroom, then and it shouldn't if be you that put gross. diaper rash cream and stuff on it, it's not going to get that bad. Like Only You'll have my, breakouts. Yeah. But, only time my kids ever got bad was Jackson. He was Mr. P a lot. Man, you had to put a fresh diaper on him at night, and by morning it looked like I left him in it for two days. Oh, Remember how saggy oh, he'd yeah. get sometimes? Oh, it was bad. And I'm like, Jesus, that was overnight, fella. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this next day there was uh, – the um, so, yeah, no. There's two parts to the story, sorry. Um, so basically the – to take away from this is you know they yeah. cut diapers down wow. they didn't use them because they yeah and they wouldn't allow the parents to bring any extras they made the parents buy them off of them god <laughs> so the next part of this is um this is about a young boy who's abusive to one of the teachers instead of punishing the child or giving him a talking to or even like talking about the issue with the parents the daycare fire fired the worker using the reason that enrollment numbers were down and keeping this employee on was using up extra dollars the center could save by letting her go so like the kid was mean and abusive towards the, just, the teacher yeah, and they were the like oh the teacher doesn't fit here so bye <laughs> and didn't talk to the parents or anything um yeah <laughs> that's that's the, uh, the the other stuff doesn't matter but yeah <laughs> i don't i just don't understand no that's crazy yeah wow oh <laughs> this next one it's about the kids getting drugged at daycare so <laughs> oh my god yeah um this happened in 2013 when a 59 year old daycare um worker was arrested for and charged with child endangerment um so why she while she was employed at this uh, daycare center she would just drug these children with sleeping pills before their nap time so that way they would sleep quietly um so she and she was employed here for like five years so she did this every single day for five years and her idea was like okay i'm gonna have to do it four times so she would give them four times oh, as much they would sleep like four times as long as they were supposed to sleep for and she was responsible for a one-year-old one-year-old and two she was responsible for one and two-year-old kids um but like she would literally knock them out <laughs> And, like, as soon as they get there, give them sleeping medicine. And then be like, okay, you're gone oh, for the rest of the day. That was great. <laughs> I wonder great. why my kid don't sleep at night. Yeah, because <laughs> grandma knocks them out. Wow. Um, she got caught, and the only reason was because a parent came to pick up her kid a little bit early and noticed a glance through the window and catch a glance of the teacher um, putting um, a pill into the kid's pre-nap juice. Um, and then she was tired and she admitted to it and yeah, so, but like, I still, I don't understand. <laughs> um, that's dumb. 
Yes. All right, this is my last story, and then I'm going to talk about my stuff that's happened there. So, um, this is about a daycare worker that has abducted, abducted, abducted a child. So, she posed as his five-year-old's mother and took her from the classroom. Um, but, like, so, it said it in the article. It's, like, it pointed it out. So, like, the teachers and the people in charge see these kids every day, and they didn't notice that this kid's mom looked like somebody else and they just let her go with her um she you know got away with kidnapping and they think that she did not act alone but she'd never but the person never did give up the accomplice's name if she had one um so the adapter, the the person took the child, kept her for less than a day, and then abandoned her in an empty playground where the child was later found the police found by the police. Um, and she, so the five year old child led this these these cops straight to the kidnapper's door. Oh my god! Yeah, that she's smart. Um, she did it. Yes. So she also worked at a daycare okay so she they investigated her and come to find out she were she was duct duct taping children to the mats to enforce nap time oh my god what uh, are you doing with that duct tape you're going to bed little billy yeah um and then the only reason the parents ever found out was because someone took a picture and the parents saw the duct tape and they were like well what are you doing so uh, yeah um, and then I guess like three men were caught using drugs after hours at the day the daycare center. Um, the owner of the daycare was the mother of one of the suspects and was unaware of the offenses taking place. She claimed her son broke into the facility and the police was alerted to the situation when they received a call from help from the facility on a Saturday night. Um, because the thing said one of us overdosed and needs medical attention saying like one of them needs help so i need help yeah that's it ended up not being that's not what happened but all right so i'm gonna talk to you guys about my stuff and i don't think i've really told you any of this stuff either so like it'll be like a surprise to both of us so how to get a drink what's well, getting good nice weather for uh, ghost exploring Yes, it is. Here in Texas, it's been raining for goddamn about a week and a half. Just nothing but rain, rain, rain. And it was so sunny today. Oh, it was Everybody was so out. good. Anyway, so did I ever tell you about my walkie-talkie in my room? Oh, no. So, yeah, at these daycare centers, I don't know how many people do it, but I've seen the ones in Brock do it. Um we have walkie-talkies to communicate with each other like if we need a bathroom break we i'm like hey can i get a bathroom break to the infant room or hey if i need i'm out of breast milk for a baby or if i need more formula or more bottled water or a spoon or something i just walkie and they bring it to me um and like in case of emergencies and stuff like that so i have a fridge and a microwave in my room I would always put this walkie against the microwave and a water bottle in front of it so it didn't fall. But I always had it there in case I needed it and I could get it like right then and there. <laughs> I was, me and all the babies were on the same side of the room because I was giving them all a snack and <laughs> the walkie flew across the room. 
On its own? Yeah, on its own. Like, legit. Just oh, God. The, it went underneath, on the other side of the room, under a crib. Under a crib. Um, and we, all of our, ba- all of us babies looked at each other and out. We were just like, yeah, okay. And then we went back to what we were doing. Yeah. Picked it up like nothing happened, but like, it scared me so bad. I'm also, so the daycare center I work at is also in a church. So it's like a, you know, it's, and I'm closest one to the church connecting part. And I don't <laughs> like, you know, yeah. maybe that's it. And I, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. But, so, also, second thing, no, if I told you this either, but we have this whiteboard in my room that I use, like, to keep track of, like, when to feed them and change their butts, um, while I'm doing other stuff. Everyone has one in the diaper changing rooms, but, so, mine was, you know, on the wall, and (laughs) me and all the babies were in a circle on the floor playing, and this thing just came off and, like, fell but, like, it didn't, like, fall. Like, if it's like if someone were to take it and throw it. Golly. I was like, oh, okay. And then I told my boss, I was like, hey, my board's not working. Can you fix it? And she's like, yeah, I got you. She's like, that's weird. This never happens. And I was like, oh. <laughs> then it, it happened me. again the other day. So I just said, forget it and got another one. Golly. You know, it's getting that type of weather, too, for our uh, table fan, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. The old crotch fan. The crotch fan. Oh, all right. Um, The computer is messing up again. It's froze. It'll come back. Okay. Sorry. It's all right. I looked over there and I was like, there's no way that I'm not. It's not. I'm not. I can't. Like, I'm not. It's like 25. Yeah. Anyway. But the next thing that happens is like thing, things move on their own like everywhere like i'll put a bottle somewhere i'll turn around it's in a new spot i'll put this thing turn this thing there turn around it's in a new spot and i like i have two like half toddlers in my room but like they can't reach some of the stuff i put up yeah and also like no matter what i do i'm like always in a position where i can see them because they are sneaky <laughs> so i don't know this this next one because like I know that like if you have a ghost they mess with the devices. My Alexa in my room will like always mess up no matter if like the internet's good, there's no rain, this or that like it just never will work right. And they said it wasn't like that before I got there. What? Yeah, they said we never had issues with this before you got there. I was like, what? Okay. Maybe something likes you. I hope not. So this other thing. Don't be bringing that (laughs) shit to my house. (laughs) Um, I close a lot. So I will be the last one out. I got to turn the lights off and everything and then go. Well, I was doing work one Friday. And it was not not like this last Friday, but the last Friday. I stayed late doing lesson plans and just getting... Uh, paperwork caught up and everything and i was there alone just kind of enjoying time by myself and i hear uh one of my co-workers voice and i was like i just saw you walk out the front door what are you doing and she was i shouldn't hear a response and i went back i okay <laughs> i don't want to be that person I, I hesitated and i was like are you okay she didn't answer and then i went back to hell look that's where we always mess up we always go back and look don't do that why? Um, Why would you do that? I don't do that. I just, even though if I know, 
It's not what I say it is. I just go, it was the dogs. It was the dogs. Or it was the kids. You're at work. It was the dogs. <laughs> but, like, I get there and I don't see anything. So Yeah. <sighs> um, I don't know if this is just, like, me. But, like, I see things no matter where I am out, the, out of the corner of my eye, like, all the time. I feel like that's, like, I don't know. But I always do. Um... Okay, so this last one, I don't know if this is because, like, they're babies and it's their mind or because I know, like, the inner, like the more innocent a child is, the more they can see. Yeah. So, like, I Man, will, like, literally. I guess that means I was never an innocent kid. What does that mean? Because I didn't see shit because I was never innocent. That means I was always a perv. <laughs> uh, um, so, but... Excuse me. So by babies that I watch, I will like be playing with them mid sentence and like talking to them, and they'll like they'll look at me, like and then look to the side, and then look at me and then look to the side and just like dead space off stare. And I'm like, I look over there, I'm like, oh, is someone there? Because we have people walk by all the time. Like I said, the church people are right there, so like they come in and say hi. And I'm like, oh, who's there? I turn around, no one's there. I'm like, okay, I blew it off sometimes because I know their vision and stuff. <laughs> but like, it happens like four <laughs> times a day with each baby every single day. That's crazy. Like, and when the one of the older ones is there by themselves, they cha- like they play like someone else is there, like another little kid, which is yeah. really weird. But like, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I love it, but it's also like I don't want to, like anything happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could handle being haunted at work or messed with at work. Yeah. All right. Well, it is your goal. I mean, mm-hmm. your goal. It is. Well, your I had goal. more notes, guys, but I don't know what the flying hell I did with them. So I just got one story. And it's called The People in the Floor, the Unexplained Case of Bellamez Faces. On August 23rd of 1971, the Peru... 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 Peru or Peru... Hey, you. Sorry. Peru... Oh. Yeah. The Pereira family family began to encounter strange human-like faces that would appear and disappear in their home, which was located at the uh, Pereira family family home at Chile Real 5, or Cali Real 5, Belmez de la Morlanda. What are you trying to read? That. Bellman's Delin Moran. Oh. Yeah. Merlinda. Anyways, it's uh-huh. places in Spain. <laughs> they started seeing various, very various faces have been frequently photographed by the local newspapers and curious visitors. Both locations in in times that the faces appear have been irregular. And like every time they'll go to scrub it, it just stays there. It never moves. 
Oh, wow. It just disappears when it wants to. That's a very creepy. Then Maria tried to scrub the stain to remove it, and when it when it's failed, Maria's husband, Juan, and their son, Miguel, destroyed the image with a uh, pickaxe, and, a new, con- and a new concrete was laid down. However, a few faces formed on the floor within days of the new concrete. Ain't that fucking crazy? They yeah. ripped the floor up. They ripped the floor up, guys. And then they uh, have faces appear again. What would you do? What would you do? Then the mayor of Belmese, of Belmese was informed of the... Uh, of what was going on about them destroying the floor and new faces coming back up. And then the uh, mayor got the uh, floor cut out where the faces are and got them taken for study. Okay. Nice. Not as nice as me. I need to figure out how to make these shorter. Try to stick more on a page. Within a week, not only the faces reappeared, but had also formed. Scientists also stepped in to verify their authenticity in the test whether they were paintings or some other chemicals arched by Maria. The kitchen was closed off under the supervision of the uh, notary and three months later when they left with no answers the faces were still there oh the uh, painting theory was ruled out and then there was no conclusive evidence about to that they could pinpoint on the cases uh on the case of the faces appearing they just they couldn't explain it <clears throat> Many Belize, uh, Belmese re, uh, residents believe that the faces were not made by human hand. Some investigators believe that it is a photograph phenom, which is considered a form of psychokinetic. How do you say that? Psychokinetic. Psychokinesis. Kinesis, yeah. Psychokinesis, among others. But now, uh, I think the government owns the house because the uh, parents deceased. But here's a picture of the front door of the place. Then another theory was that the uh, house was close to the church and it was probably built on the site of an old cemetery. The floor floor was removed, fully uh, excavated, and human remains were found several feet below the place. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, because remember, they took the floor out three or four times, and the faces would still appear. Yeah. Many of these skeletons had no skulls, and the bodies were rendered into a normal Catholic uh, cemetery. Some uh, some con- co- some conspiracy some conspiracy reports cite that the excavated remains were to have been dated around seven hundred years ago. 
Despite having the floor replaced multiple times and cleaning the faces diff uh, with detergent and everything else they could think of, uh, they just didn't have any any expl explanation anymore. Hmm. Well, that's about it. Well, in uh, 2014, an investigative journal from the TV show Carto Maleno, presented by whoever, carried a technic technical analyst over there to discover the possibility of the hoax. The, re the research was released by the doctor and the chemical engineer and the general manager of Mondoka. Okay, what was... It tells all these people, but they don't give me what they found. Oh, after extracting some samples from the faces under the house's owner, uh, under the house, the owner's permission, they analyzed them and concluded that the images were not made with paint, or according to science knowledge and uh, techni techniques techniques employed in the uh, analyst. There is no external man. Uh, Manipulation. Man, uh, manipulation or uh, elements in the faces. So basically, they're saying they got no explanation for it either. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty cool though. But it's just a little bitty old house in Spain, and God, they tore the house, they tore the floor out three or four different fucking times, and the faces just kept appearing, kept appearing. Dang. Well, all right. I hope that you guys liked. And I hope y'all liked the last episode. It's a uh, last episode of the season, guys. I'm sorry I didn't have much. I swear I had more shit. I just don't know what I did with it. It's all good. It is all good. Well, um, I'm gonna hop off here. I have to go into work early tomorrow. I'll be there from like so seven it's to seven. Time for the Lexi, and I'll get this edited and get it ready for y'all. Cool cats Wednesday. But hey, we do want to give a big shout out and thank you. To everybody who listens, and we're probably going to get about 2,000 downloads on our first season. That's awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm proud. That's good. That's cool. 2,000 downloads in our first season. Whoop, whoop. Yes. So, next uh, next episode is going to be season uh, two. That's weird. I know. God. That's weird. But right. I got my... I got... I got next month planned out what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do Sweden, England, London, and some other place. We heard that through the mic. You chewing on your nails. I'm sorry. She's that hungry, guys. No, she I'm don't not hungry. It's my anxiety. Well, like I said, thank you guys for everything. Remember, we're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, our emails, ghost stories told from the south. At gmail.com gmail or on Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you can get your podcast shows, we are there. Yes, sir. And I'm working on getting the YouTube caught up, and we're going to start doing uh, more videos for the year. So I'm looking forward to the uh, new season. Son of a gun, we got to talk a little bit more. It's fine. I got to go. Oh, I know. I'm just kidding. I was like, but, okay, uh, it's okay. We've done shorter ones. They like it still. Well, I mean, it's still frozen. I don't know if it let me pause it while it's frozen. I mean, stop it. Well, but we'll get it figured out. But you guys always uh, come back for more. We got more ghost stories for season two. But this has been uh, Stephen, Stephen LeBouth reporting. And this has been my co-host.
Lexi Lebeuf reporting. I almost <laughs> forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys had fun tonight, and I hope we didn't scare you too much, little girls and guys. Look under your beds before you go to bed. This is a uh, bingo story told from the south, and we'll see y'all, y'all crackers later. Year. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs>